Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Cafe Convos with Kay, where I give a coffee lover's take on life. If you are new here or a returning listener, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate the support. Happy Saturday, everyone. Why is the weekend going by so fast? I feel like it was just Thursday and now it's Saturday. Tomorrow is Sunday and then it's Monday. Back to work. But I guess this is how it goes. Anyways, um, it's been about two weeks since my last episode. A lot has happened. Of course, I've been so busy with work. I feel like now that I'm really settled into my new role, so much has been happening with my job. I would say more about it, but I don't need my boss clicking on my episode and being like, hmm, so you want to be unemployed? Heard. It's just been a lot, you guys. Being a case manager, being a um, permanent supportive housing case manager, it can be a lot working with my clients because I feel like they always need something. It's always crisis mode. And I was just talking to this, I was just talking about this with one of my best friends this morning because she was like, oh, you know, you can work out in the morning. It's a great way to start the day. I was like, no, no. When I wake up, I need a peaceful day because I really don't know what's going to happen when I step into the office at 9 a.m. Someone could be blowing up my phone because they're in a crisis. No, I need all the calmness I can get in the morning. And that has kind of caused me to be a little bit anxious and I haven't been sleeping that well. So I'm trying to get that in order. But on a positive note, um, I don't know if some of you all know, but well, you guys don't know because I've never discussed it. But recently, I went to the gynecologist and she was like, oh, you know, you're not getting your period consistently. I'm seeing some acne in some areas, so you may have PCOS. And I was like, what? Isn't that like infertility issues? Does not come with the onslaught of other issues? And she really wanted to reassure me that everything was okay and to not freak out. So recently I got in contact with a specialist and I had my first appointment with her and you guys, she was so amazing. Like, I don't think people really understand how valuable it is to have a healthcare professional who listens to you and who actually cares about what you're going through. And this has been an up and down journey with my body because for a long time so many doctors which were white women gynecologists would tell me that it was just stress why was it getting my period and i'll be explaining to them like yeah but that's not normal like i have other friends in school who are also stressed out like my story isn't really all that different from theirs right now so why are they getting periods and i would just kind of be just written off it's like oh it's just stress you're perfectly fine and it wasn't until recently maybe early this year or late last year where I saw a black doctor she just happened to be black I didn't even go looking for her and she was just like yeah you know this is what's going on and we need to run some tests and it's not normal and I was like wow like I just felt really hurt in that moment 
because I have been telling other doctors for so long that no, I don't get my period sis for a good two to three months. Like that's not normal. And there's, (laughs) I'm not that stressed out to the point where my body is just not even operating the way it should be operating. So Hearing somebody finally just give me answers and take my concerns serious was truly, truly valuable. And this specialist that I spoke to earlier this week, she was just so amazing and just so sweet and so kind and so informed. Like, you know, when you talk to a doctor and they're just giving you very generic answers and you're kind of like, okay, I'm about to spend a $50 copay to basically be told something that I could have Googled. Yeah. She actually spoke to me like a doctor. Like, okay, you went to school for this. You got a degree in this. I see you, boo. It was different. So, shout out to her. Shout out to her office for accepting my insurance. Thank you, Lord. But, kind of speaking of women, which today's topic, if you read the title, Why Do Women Hate Each Other? You're probably wondering, where am I going with this? What does that mean? I'm going to tell you what it means. So, a few days ago, story time. (laughs) A few days ago, I was on YouTube, my favorite, and there was a beautiful photo of Kelly Rowland. There were a few photos. She had on, I think, a green dress, and she had her hair in an updo. And I've always thought Kelly Rowland was just a bee's knees. Like, she is so gorgeous. She is just, ugh, everything, like... I love her music. I love her interviews. I'm just a big Kelly Rowland fan, if you can't tell. So I was just like, yeah, she looks so beautiful. But as I was looking through the comments, which, mm, big mistake at all times on any social media platform, don't look in the comments. I saw so many women that were basically trying to find a reason for why she looks so good. And they were making comments like, well, she got all that surgery and that's why she's looking like that. Or, um, oh, I don't want to compare, but I always thought she was so much prettier than beyond. Who were just like, oh yeah, because you know that's not all natural. It was really disgusting. And it honestly just spoke to like a larger issue that I always see on social media and even in my personal life. Like just talking to family members, female family members, where women really hate women. Like, I be listening to all these podcast episodes and TikToks. Well, I'm not on TikTok, but listening to women talk about, like, men and patriarchy and men hate women and all these things. And I'm not saying that there's not a group of men out there on social media that most definitely degrades women. But a lot of y'all women be women's biggest enemies, Like, y'all be in the comments going ham on women who we don't even know. Like, no one in those comments know Kelly Rowland personally. No one in those comments have spoken to a doctor who said, yeah, I performed her, her surgery. And I was like, why can't she just be beautiful? Why can't Beyonce just be beautiful? Why can't Kelly Rowland just eat healthy and work out? Like why can't she just have a great contour? I don't know. I don't get it. Because to me, she just looked beautiful, as she always does. And she just looked like she had someone beat her face to the gods. So 
I don't understand really what that was about. And it made me think about even when I'm watching TV with certain women in my family who shall go unnamed, certain women in my family, a woman will come up on the screen and they'll make a comment about her appearance. And I'm just like, well, why are you doing that? Like, why are you commenting on her looks when it has nothing to do with what we're watching right now? We're just watching a movie, yet she's not all that cute or she looking tired. And I'm just like, what is going on? And of course, I can't question them because they're my elders. But I see it all the time and I hear it a lot. And I'm even coming from a place of like high morale because we've all said things about people and that we can look back on and be like, dang, that was like really childish. But these last few years, of course, the older I've gotten and the more invested into the word and just thinking about the kind of woman that I want to be, I've been very intentional about how I speak about other women and how I even think about other women because that's a big, that plays a big part of it too. If I do see a woman and she might not be looking her best that day or something, I really try my best not to think or even speak on it because I don't know what she's going through, number one. And number two, I'm not looking like a supermodel every single day my darn self. So I'm trying to figure out why would I even say anything about this woman. And I just wish that more women would not be so vocal about tearing each other down. And I want to say it's insecurity and I know that's such a blanketed answer but I can't figure out what else it would be like why else would you feel the need to look at a picture of a woman who you don't know and have something to say I don't know if it's because of celebrity culture where a lot of people look at celebrities and they kind of detach them from being human so they feel like, oh, I can say these things about this person and it won't hurt them because of their status or their financial position. I don't know if it's that. I do think that I do think that also plays a part because a lot of us tend to feel like we can say whatever we want to people in certain positions. And my opinion doesn't matter because I don't have their money or I don't run in their same circle, but that doesn't really matter. Because you're still talking about someone who has feelings and who's a human being. You're still, your, your comment could still be read by that person. And it, it will still have the same effect on them, whether they have money or not. Now, they might look at your comment and say, okay, well, they're broke anyways and use that excuse. But at the end of the day, to say that it doesn't sting is not true. And I don't know why we look at these celebrities as, I guess, gods or like they're above humans and it's just weird to me and it's weird to me that so many women feel comfortable talking down on other women yet this whole feminism movement and rejecting men and the patriarchy has gotten so much steam but are we addressing the fact that it's a lot of women that are tearing down other women like for example I'll use a controversial person which listen don't try to tussle but I look at Khloe Kardashian. Now listen, I am fully aware of the problematic past, present, and future of the Kardashians. Very much aware. But to say that it's not women who are posting these before and after photos of Khloe, who are on Twitter going in on her, who are talking down the way that she looks, eh, 
would be a lie. It's a lot of women that I see talking down on her looks. And aside from what she's done or aside from like her behavior, her looks, why is that under attack? Because obviously she changed her looks because of the comments that were coming at her. So you were really not doing anything. It's like we keep telling someone to stop changing themselves. But then the reason why they changed themselves was in large part because so many people were calling her ugly and a man and trans and all of these nasty comments that nobody wants to address. And especially with being a Christian, it is especially hypocritical to say that that's that's how you look at yourself, but then to also go on social media or to also be with a group of other people and talk negatively on someone. And once again, I am not higher. I am not more moral than anyone else. It's just something that I've noticed. And it really does make me sad because I love women. I'm a girl's girl. I love being around women. I love talking to women. I love um, what sisterhood means. And when I see that, I get sad because when I feel hurt, Or when I feel mama's alone, I turn toward women. I turn toward my girlfriends for uplifting because there's just something so warm about being able to feel seen by another woman because they understand. We understand each other. We understand what each other are going through with breakups and our body issues and the pressure that we feel from society to live up to certain standards that are set forth by men. So when I see other women downing other women, I'm just like, man, we are so much stronger together than we are apart. It's women who get into high executive positions and a lot of times stunt the growth of other women. It's a lot of women who want to be the only woman at the table. And we hear stories about it with the music industry and women who allow men to talk down on other women women who make a pass for men's problematic behavior. And it's just like, man, we cannot be over here screaming about how we want the patriarchy to stop and how we want men to treat us better and all these things. But women publicly bash other women, like not even privately, but publicly where other men can see it. And no one <laughs> is looking at that and saying, you know what? That's how we have sisterhood right there. No one's saying that. We can hold each other accountable, but we don't have to be nasty to each other. We don't have to tear each other down. So when I was on YouTube and I did see those comments, I was like, again, again. And it made me feel good to see so many other women being like, yo, stop it. Because I don't want to just bash my ladies on this episode and make it seem like it's all of us. Because there were definitely a lot of women who were in those comments like, yo, chill. That's, That's not cool. You don't know this woman. She looks great. And especially under the comment of, oh, you know, I always thought she was prettier than Beyonce, but I'm not trying to compare. So many women were like, but you're comparing though. Like, (laughs) what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? Why would you even say something like that on a public platform? Like, what, what gives you the right? To say something like that about someone. Like, what does Beyonce have to do with Kelly Rowland? And I'm pretty sure Kelly Rowland gets enough comparisons. Almost every single day there's somebody posting something about Kelly compared to Beyonce. And then Michelle compared to Kelly. Like, women bullied Michelle Williams. It was women 
who we're saying we don't know who she is. It's just Kelly and Beyonce. Like, what? What? So a lot of women were in the comments also defending that. And I really did love that because I was like, yes. A part of sisterhood is lovingly correcting each other too. And saying, you know what? Why Why are you saying that though? And I remember even with my certain women in my family, there have been times where I was like, okay, well, you know, I think she looks good. Just respectfully trying to stir the conversation in another direction because I'm trying to figure out why are we even having this conversation right now? So, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to get on um, the podcast today and just be like, yo, can we not? Like, can we not be the biggest enemies of each other? Can we just stick together more and hold each other accountable and say, look, especially publicly, like the stuff that I see women saying on the other women's comments, I mean, pictures are just so crazy. It's so absurd. And it's actually really sad. And it kind of makes me a little scared because not that I'm a celebrity or anything like that, but I am someone that hopes to become a bit more... Um, you know, public, I'm working on some things, working on some things, you guys, I would never be a celebrity nor content creator or an Instagram model ever. That's not my story, but I am someone that does want to become just a bit more open. So please stay tuned for that. But it does make me kind of wonder like, man, you know, I think about my body a lot and I don't want other people to make negative comments or say certain things because it is hurtful and we're all human. Like I said, I don't know if it's the the detachment. I feel like with social media and us not having to be around each other so much these days, that human connection has dwindled. We don't look at each other as humans anymore. A lot of us are just like, oh, this is just a picture on the screen but it's like no there's a person behind that there's someone who probably reads their comments and who hates their arms and it's like now you're pointing out my arms what that's sick that's weird don't do that like come on y'all like let's just be a bit better about how we speak to each other and how we love on each other and especially how we talk to each other Or talk about each other around men. Because they do pick up on stuff like that. They do. And it gives men the license to talk down on that woman. When I see women who are sitting amongst men. And they're playing this role of. Oh yeah I don't like women either. Or women are catty. And women are this. Or they're downing a certain woman. I'm just like. What did that do for you? (laughs) You feel cool? You feel a part of the team? Because you're not. Because men going to just turn around and talk about you the exact same way. And then you sit in there giving them the power to even talk down on another woman. It's like you're supposed to be the person to say, yo, we're not doing that. Come on now, y'all. That's what I want to see more of. Because I see way too many times women really trying to slang like the men. And we're not men. And men do not think the same way women think. And they will talk about us the second we leave that room. They will say the same thing about us. So, no. 
not as close as you think y'all are. We need to also defend each other when we're around men and we see some things going on, speak up. But that was just my little rant on that. I know it's super random, sorry. Um, But let's get into weight loss update. Told you guys I was bringing you on this journey. So boom, here we are. I ain't lost no weight. I ain't lost a pound. Mm-mm. <laughs> I've been eating. I've been stressed. And that's no excuse, but I have been um, tired. And But but today, I was on the phone with one of my best friends. And I kind of feel like she got a better understanding of my position on things. And it felt good to talk to her about some of the differences and how my skinny friends react to things and how I react to things as a plus size woman because you know another story time story time I was hanging out with my other best friend today I spent the night at her house and we were getting ready to go she wanted to run some errands and she was like oh I have this pretty dress for you to put on now mind you this friend is thin but the dress she gave me was um I don't know the type of dress it was but it was an oversized dress so it was definitely a dress that could fit me and her right so she's like oh you should wear this dress y'all I looked at that dress I said no absolutely not because I have seen her in similar style dresses and on her it looked like a skinny girl wearing oversized dress but I look at that I looked at that dress and I said on me I'm look about eight, seven months pregnant. So let me not. But she was like, no, can wear it, put it on. It's so cute. The color, your gold jewelry, your braids, all these things, right? So I tried the dress on just to make her happy because I love her. And I looked in the mirror, y'all, and I was like, mm, um, mm, I like I like the color. Um <laughs> It's very comfortable. It is. And it is hot in Florida. And the dress was definitely giving breathable. But I was just like so anxious about actually stepping out and wearing it. And I tried to FaceTime one of my other best friends to just get her opinion. And when she didn't pick up, I FaceTimed another friend who was actually plus size. And I was like, hey girl, you know, what do you think of this dress? And she was like, no, you look beautiful. You look great. Stop stressing it. You look fine. I'm like, okay. So we left, right? The whole time, you guys, I was just feeling so uncomfortable. And I I know it was all in my head, but I just felt like people were looking at how unflattering the dress was on me. So I was like, can we just go? Can we just please hurry up and get done with what we have to do? And let's just go. I was really trying my best to be confident and to not think about the fact that I have not lost any weight. So I know this dress is not looking cute on me, but as a plus size woman wearing this dress, I just felt like, no, this is not it. This is not flattering. This is not for my body type. I don't care about no body positivity movement. Listen, let's, let's just keep it real. There are certain things that don't look good on everyone's body. Okay. So I was like, nah, this is not it. So when we got back to the house, everything was great. I ended up changing. Yeah. So fast forward, me and my best friend, another best friend. I'm sorry, you guys. I hope you guys are keeping up. I know I keep saying that, but I don't want to 
<laughs> say their names. Um, but I was on the phone with her and I was telling her about what happened today while I tried to FaceTime her earlier to get her opinion because she is into fashion. So I just wanted to see, girl, do I look crazy? Or what can I do to make this look a bit cuter? So I was just talking to her about how being plus size, why I was so anxious and how different it is for someone like me versus someone like her or my friend from earlier who gave me the dress because they're both thin. And I was like, you know, you guys will understand, like even just going out to eat, going to, if I were to ever go to a buffet, which, ew, I will not, they're a bit dirty. But if I were to ever go there, people would definitely look at me differently for getting up two, three times versus my friend who might have gotten up way more than I have. But it's like, oh no, mm -mm, she, she big, you know, she don't, don't need no extra plate. So for me, I'm always cognizant of that. And I know it's an insecurity. I know it's a response to me not feeling 100% comfortable with my body. So I will give myself that. I will be accountable to that. That most of the time people are probably not saying certain things. But in my head, I feel like they are. And that's really just how we're set up as a society. And I use the example that I heard from a video from the YouTuber King of Reads. And he just had a really great breakdown on the differences between Sweetie and Lizzo and how someone like Sweetie can really get on social media and talk about food and post food and talk and, and all these recipes. But then someone like Lizzo, she can't do that. It's two different comments. For Sweetie, it's cute. It's funny. It's, he's giving, you know, ghetto fabulous. For Lizzo, it's like, oh, it's giving heart disease. It's giving she's about to die. It's giving she's too big for that. So I was just talking to my friend about it today and she was like, yeah, you know, that's really true. And I love the fact that she was acknowledging that, yeah, as a plus size woman, things are different for me than for others because this best friend, as loving as she is, she's always speaking life into me. And sometimes, you know, she's like, girl, you're just overthinking it. Like, don't think about it that way. But today I was like, no, it's really different. And it's something that I don't think you or a lot of other friends will understand because you guys are not plus size. And that doesn't mean that she doesn't relate to me on insecurities that we have about our bodies, but it's a different insecurity. It's very different. Like she could put that dress on and walk outside and look really cute. And I put that dress on to walk outside and it's, looks different on me so I might get different responses so I was really happy to have that conversation with her today but yeah um you know the weight loss is not going on plan right now I'm just gonna be completely honest but I do want to cook lunch tomorrow and meal prep and not eat out that is a goal of mine is to cook lunch for work on Monday because I, you guys, my job, it's just a lot of food at my job. I work with younger kids, not kids, you guys. I work with um, 18, 25 year olds. So of course my bosses are always stacking up the kitchen and having food and we are very much an open team. So, you know, we all eat together. We all break bread together. But for someone like me who's trying to lose weight, it can just be really hard to be in, in, in an environment where you walk in and someone's making cinnamon rolls and it's offering to everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, that can be really hard. But 
I'm going to really try to be better. I'm going to work out on Monday. That's another goal. Just a short-term goal that I have is to cook lunch tomorrow for lunch on Monday (laughs) and to work out on Monday as well. So I will keep you guys updated with that. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please make sure to like and comment. I know I don't post on a regular basis, but this is a hobby for me. I love it. Thank you, guys. I will speak to you all soon. I hope you have an amazing weekend. 